something like 36. What? Something like 36? Would you voice? Oh, yeah, what is that anyway? Something like 36. Does that include me? Um, 37. I'm 37? Going to class. Oh, my God. 37. My girlfriend sucked 37 dicks. In a row? Hello, Babylonians. I know a lot of you have been with us for a long time, even from the beginning, and we cannot say thank you enough. And I know a lot of you have been asking a lot lately, how do you make your own podcast? Well, it's simple. I use Anchor. Anchor Anchor.fm, which is the website, or there is an app, or you can go on your computer, whatever you want to do. It's the easiest way. Um, It is run through Spotify, so that is one of the first uh, platforms that you'll be able to distribute your podcast out onto, and there's lots of different, it'll stream to at least, I think, 10 different platforms, or more. um, I'm going to give you a quick rundown about how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer, so no matter where your setup is like, you can start creating today, today, and tell me what your podcast name is, because you know I'm going to listen. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the place you can publish video podcasts to Spotify. I know a lot of you have been asking for video. Don't worry, I'm working on it. With Anchor, creators can earn money, yes, yes, you heard that right, in a variety of ways, including ads like this one and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. That's what sold me, even though it didn't have to sell me because it's free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Happy listening. (laughs) In a row? Welcome to the new podcast. Welcome episode. to this. <laughs> All rights go to Kevin Smith and yes. Clerks and everyone and everything. But <laughs> this is what we tried to do on the original episode that we did, the 37th episode. <laughs> and I got really confused there for a second when she said 36, and then she's like, I'm 37. <laughs> My girlfriend's like 37 dicks in a row. So. And then it goes on to try not to suck any dick on your way through the parking lot. Sorry, it's so great. I fucking love that. Movie. Clerks. I love. If you guys don't know, if you're not fans of that franchise or what, I guess it's is it a franchise now? Well, I don't know. Clerks three is coming out soon. Heck yeah. So, um, Kevin Smith sponsor us. <laughs> I feel like I said that Probably. <laughs> when I Probably. in the original. <laughs> I haven't listened to it in a hot minute, and the fact that ninety nine of you have listened to that, that- god awful audio train wreck. Yeah, it was... And we don't know why. That was so I don't, odd. It was... And I should have... And I noticed it when we were recording. Because right now, like, it shows our, our vocal bor- bores... Our vocal bores... Bores... Yep. Bores... Going up and down. But, like, it was, like, straight blue almost all the way across. And so, I don't know. So, we're going to redo this whole episode for you guys so it doesn't sound like So, an you atrocity. don't get a migraine yeah, by the even, time you're halfway yeah, through or whatever. I was like, gonna... this... That the one review that we got about horrible audio quality, it's probably the only episode she listened to. And it was like, girl, same. Yeah. So this is the redo of the case of Doris Ann Carlson. This was another Nate episode. Um, Nate Dog. Nate Dog. Our home skillet biscuit dog, homie. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I'm going to hopefully, I'm going to just put this out here now. I'm going to hopefully see if I can fix to where I can delete all of that audio and add this to it. And if I cannot, this is just going to be a redo episode. So you'll, it'll be a uh, 37 part two. Here you go. <laughs> it'll just be a redo episode. That way it's here and not awful to listen to. I don't really know how anchor works with that. So, um, so you'll have this episode just twice from us. One with better sound quality. Better sound quality. <laughs> Thanks to Shonda for finding this wonderful, wonderful, freaking, uh, what is it? Microphone. I'm fine. <laughs> um, I got a baby on my boob right now because that's how I do things. Truth. So, yeah. So if this goes back to, to where I can fix it to episode 37, we are in the future. <laughs> I've had a baby. Because this was released in January of... This is, I think, before you were pregnant. I think so. I or think it was... Knew, yeah. Yeah, I think it would have been... Because we've been at this for over a year. So now I may have been pregnant. I don't really know. Oh, well. Doesn't matter. S- She's not pregnant again. No. So. Not pregnant. <laughs> not ever again. Just breastfeeding a baby, I found. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's cute. I was like, I'm going to keep that one. Oh, and then... We, I know we're redoing, never mind, it's fine, we're just redoing. I was going to bring up the Phil and the apparel, Ingrid Gnome Apparel. Oh. I mean, we can anyway. Yeah. Hey. We're going to be doing a collaboration with my brother's t-shirt company. Yes. And we'll go ahead and just throw his ad on, or his ad, his link on here too. Yeah. Um, We're going to have a special announcement and everything um, on... September 30th. Oh, it'll be September 28th because our episodes come out every Tuesday um, for the most part if we can have it happen. Mm-hmm. Um, if not, uh, but yeah, September 28th, which is also my brother's birthday because of um, International Podcast Day on September 30th. Right. So if this ends up being a rewind episode, well, you guys are in for a treat 40 some yeah. episodes later. Yes. Um, if not, this will just be a redo. And, hi. and go check him out. Angry Gnome Apparel. Yes. Um, he's got just amazing t-shirts, great quality, and some of the cutest designs, and some little hoary. 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 Horror gory. But not, hoary. not all hoary. Um, There's some, so many different things. Right. Just And, like, he takes design. I think they take design requests. I don't really know. Um, puts a little spin. Yeah, it, puts a little spin on different things. Lots of gnomies, yeah. which is freaking awesome. I but think it's all not, it's not all gnomes either. Not that even if it was, it wouldn't be. I mean, it's it's just phenomenal. Go check it out. The prices, you cannot beat. Yeah. And we're not just saying that because we're related to it. Like, They're really, like... The, it's the design you're getting is the so quality much quality you're the getting quality design it's it's the bang for your buck which 100%. is not for a lot of bucks so bucks. go check, go them, check out. them out just angry do it. gnome apparel angry gnome apparel I feel I like know, you need is it .com or is it just angry gnome i think it's just angry gnome apparel i think if you just literally google that that comes up um it's on facebook it's on instagram it's on twitter um it may be on shopify i don't know oh. if that's how they do it I don't, we'll check but if, it yeah, just, and, yeah, just, and, if you type and, that in, it's all gonna And you're pop up. welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Past and future listeners. Um, <laughs> so, okay. So, like I said, Nate episode. This is the case of Doris Ann Carlson. Um, she's a real winner. There's a lot of D names in this. Um, I remember that. And I found it funny because she was born on February 4th, 1962. Oh, yeah. Okay. 
Yep. Is it all coming back to you now? Kind of, it will as we continue this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so one article I found was titled, Darling Doris was a deadly daughter-in-law. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and if you know me, y'all know I love alliteration. Ha-ha. <laughs> Bloody babbles. Ha-ha. <laughs> but this was, um, this case takes place in Peoria, Arizona. It's just getting more and more ironic the more I read this. Yeah. Um, Doris Ann was married to a man named David. David and Doris. Damn. Ha. <laughs> I'm just gonna read these notes verbatim, because <laughs> I actually... T- well, okay, never mind. I'm going to stop there. So they were living together with David's mom. Her name is Lynn Carlson, who is a wonderful, generous woman who also suffered from multiple sclerosis. Mm. If you don't know what MS is, it's a disease that the immune system eats away at the protective covering of nerves. It's awful and very painful to manage, and it varies from person to person. Wish this fucking fly would get MS right now. Okay. Yeah. Stupid flies. But it only um, varies from person to person, not insect to insect. It's, yeah. It is what it is. It's fine. Stupid. Okay, um, it's, okay, um, so science, is <laughs> what I put. Doris Ann was ten years older than her man's David. Cougar! Kidding, she's gross. <laughs> Just, <laughs> and oh, cougars are awesome. Yeah, so. the animal's fabulous. I mean, there's some cool, I don't know, there's cougar that are... I mean, technically, my mom's a cougar. Jay's ten years younger than her. Shit! Get it? Okay, <laughs> that was weird. I'm, bye. So David and You're old Doris... we know. <laughs> it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> So David and Doris were down on their luck and needed a place to live in 1992. Doris told her mother-in-law that she would t- be able to take care of her as um, Doris was a nursing assistant. The exchange between, or, um, okay, the exchange being Doris take care of Lynn as her personal nurse and David would get a job. Seems like a fair trade. Sure, it does, but it wasn't. Um, they move in and Doris just becomes a lazy, useless human. She had no, yeah, she's a real fucking prize. She had no interest in helping her sickly mother-in-law, but instead took advantage of the money lawn Lynn brought in, which was $850 each month from a trust fund valued at um, several hundred thousand dollars. She had two annuities, but she didn't need cash now. Sorry. Um, <laughs> with the combined value of $140,000. She was wheel per- oh my I'm fine. She was wheelchair bound due to the MS and had issues with controlling her bodily functions. That just breaks my heart. Yeah. Um, Lynn was insanely impatient with her mother-in-law, and even claimed Lynn was pretending to have the disease and would often yell and curse at her because fucking gross humans do that. Um, the couple lived there for over four years. David mortgaged the house for money to keep Doris from having to get on, um, to get a job. Sorry, I was trying to skip a line. And be able to live a carefree life. As mentioned, Lynn became sickier, sickier, wow, yes. sicker as the years went on. Um, she had issues with soiling herself as well as she would even fall out of her bed. Um, so, pause for the pause, sorry. You're fine. Okay, let's, let's take a moment, shall we, audience? And go. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Dead silence. <laughs> Imagine having that. Like, you have MS... You can no longer control your bodily functions, right? Yeah. So how embarrassing is that in and of itself, right? Yeah. And, and you're just, you feel, I can't, I, I have no control over myself. And then I've got this fucking in-law daughter. Right. That's, 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 that's a cunt magnetized, or mm-hmm. magnetized, yeah. 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 Mag- Bigger, that magnified. Mag- I don't know. Super Sh- content. Um, <laughs> and, um, and just treats you like shit when you're already feeling like I just and then and then can you talk to your son about it is he going to listen to you because she adores him like she loves and adores her son yeah this poor 
lady, and she probably already feels like an inconvenience. You guys have to take care of me. Granted, I'm bringing, I'm, I'm I let you live in my house or whatever that I have. Yeah, whatever, whatever the trust funds. Yeah. Me, she, so she, it's not like, but I can only imagine kind of feeling like a burden. But then you have this person who's supposed to take care of you, quote unquote, because she's who's got this nursing, nursing in background, the background mm-hmm. and she's just a fucking twat goblin. Like, ew. <laughs> I love uh. it. Um, okay. The, on that note, Sorry. Doris was would sneer and call her mother-in-law disgusting. David would just as yeah, was just as useless and did nothing to help his own mother, who had done nothing. Too, then. Yeah, who had done nothing his whole life, or or no, okay, would okay. Oh my God, Nicole, it's fine. Who did nothing? Um, his mother just loved him his whole life and would nurture him in his every need. After draining Lynn financially, David and Doris were hurting for money, so they decided to move in some people. Um, they drained her. How how quickly does it say how quickly they drained her financially? Um, I don't remember. Gross. Yeah. Ugh. Um, Ugh. So, yeah, like I said, they moved in some people to help um, pay money to live there. They would move in 20-year-old John McGreekin. Oh, it's all yep. starting to come back to me now. And 17-year-old Scott Smith. Mm. The house dynamic changed, and it was not for the better. The new dwellers were noisy and chaotic. I mean, they were kids. I like how you well, said dwellers because of all the Ds. Sorry. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, which made life more difficult and ah! unbearable for Lynn. <laughs> but neither David nor Doris saw this as a, any type of problem. They had money, a house, and the... Wait, Okay. They had money, a house, and the free will to do as they damn well pleased. I did not type this well because I put did as they damn well pleased. To do did as they... Well, <laughs> to do did as they damn well pleased. Well, they, they did. Diddly do dot day. <laughs> well, yeehaw. Okay, well... Oh, see, I keep going, though. While Lynn literally is dwindling to nothing. There's a lot of D words in here. Oh, there is a good burp. Nice. gentlemen, the Apollo burp. Okay. Um, Lynn stopped going into the house... Um, not going into the house. No, no, no. Lynn was fed up and... Okay, sorry, 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 sorry. They have a literal... Okay, yeah, she was dwindling to nothing. Let me get this baby lashed out. Okay, so... She ended... So, I I skipped a whole line. She was fed up and moved out of her own home into an assisted living institution. The money has stopped going into the house and David and Doris were left to fend for themselves. Lynn... Oh, poor them! I know. Um, Lynn um, settled into her new home and started to thrive and actually felt happy for the first time in a long time. She was receiving quality care and liked, <laughs> and liked other residents living in the same building as her. David and Doris were drowning in debt and the utilities were shut off and the house was being foreclosed on. They um, paid this sweet <coughs> lady a visit and hoped she would help their financial, si- financial situation out. Doris, being who she was, right out of the gate, asked for $6,000. Lynn said she would think about it and get back to them. Doris was pissed, naturally, and knew that she wouldn't receive a dime. <laughs> because she didn't deserve it. <laughs> I'm really emphasizing all these D words now. Because she's a fucking nightmare. And yep. Those were notes. That was actually in the article. Just kidding. But it should have been. It is. It's uh, in this article. This article. For show. Um, Dora started thinking drastically. <laughs> I really... There's so many... Okay, I'm fine. These are great. D... Okay, because we're children. Okay, because obviously something bad is going to happen here. She knew Lynn wouldn't be kicking the can anytime soon because she was starting to thrive. She was in an uphill swing right now. It would take that um, that much longer once she did for um, 
David's inheritance to kick in. So I put, if you listen to our podcast enough, you know what Doris is trying to plan. Murder. Hiring a hitman to take out her ailing mother-in-law for money. Because that seems like a rational choice. Not like she and David could, oh, I don't know, get jobs. You have a nursing in your background. Like, bitch, you could make money. She could make great money. Right. I mean, not if she treated everybody like she did Lynn, but like... You know. But clearly she's in vindic- she's vindictive and has a darker plan. So this Ugh. brings us back to the two dudes who helped yeah. or who moved in to help with money woes. I Doris is like Bleh. Yeah, Doris is like, Hey, wanna make twenty thousand dollars? Have I got a job for you guys? Mm. The number of twenty grand was off the wall and with the debt she and David accrued, the amount of money wouldn't be left uh wouldn't be let left to even pay these guys if the deed was fulfilled and completed. Clearly, dear Doris, math wasn't your calling, but these two young and impressionable, boy, impressionable boys heard that amount, 10K each, and they quickly agreed. So this brings us to October 23rd, 1996. Doris and David went to see Lynn to sign annuity documents to get help to pay the mortgage so they wouldn't lose the house. Lynn, badass bitch she is, refused to sign without consulting a financial advisor. Gal was sick, but she sure as hell wasn't stupid. Right. Facts. <clears throat> and that's the thing. Sorry, too. Like, you still have your brain functioning. Your body's just not working with you. So, obviously, good. Good that she- Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. No, no, no. I, I agree 100%. Um, Doris has always became angry. So, the next night, Doris told John that Lynn needed to be killed really soon. And Dan relayed the message to Scott. John and Scott dressed all in black, and they got a key from Doris to Lynn's apartment and offered to drive the who offered to drive the two boys there. I put men, but boys sounds better. Ugh. Around one AM scumbags. Yep. So um on October twenty fifth, John and Scott were dropped off at a supermarket that was close to Lynn's apartment. Doris provided the boys with two butterfly knives and gun gloves. Not guns. Oh my gosh, gloves. Not gloves. <laughs> it's gloves. <laughs> Fine. Two butterfly knives and gloves. Remember, Lynn lives in a nursing home type place. Um, Doris told them it to make it look like a burglary. At the last minute, John, 20, stated he didn't think he could do it while Smith was being the lookout. The boys chilled each other out, like talked it out, calmed each other. And John recovered his backbone and he goes into the facility, goes to Lynn, who at this time is 53 years old, and stabs her 10 times in the chest and then he leaves. He had closed his eyes and just stabbed or stabbed her. He claimed when he got to the car, he um, stabbed her in the throat and upper body and was sure that she would die. Hold on. I want to pause again. Sorry, put your finger there. Let's think about this. It's not like it is in the movies. Right. You don't, you don't hit somebody with a knife. How many times? Ten. Ten times. And it's like, goes through like butter. It's not, it's not, that's. That's, you have, you have you to use a lot. I mean, even if your knife is Especially with a butterfly sh- knife. Yeah. A butterfly... Yeah. And after, like, I would guess... I've never even, like, killed an animal. So, like, I've, or skinned an animal. You know, like, I've never gone hunting and, and done the deer stuff yeah. or any of that. Or rabbit or any of it. So, anyway, I would guess, even if it's super sharp, by the tenth time, and in the chest, I mean, you're going to hit... A bone, right? You're gonna hit yeah. a rib. You're gonna hit a, a something. Bone. Sternum. I mean, yeah. Whatever is up here with bones. Yep. Our skeletal <laughs> system. We are doctors. Bones. <laughs> Got our doctorate in the last Guys, twenty minutes. I'm so good. I'm so good at this. I'm so good at wording. Um, uh, that you. My point is, it's not like sloosh, simple, easy. It's not like scalpel. It's that's not what it was like. Yeah, no. Especially with a butterfly knife, like. Ten times, close my eyes, and it's just 
it that's a lot of force that's a lot of pull out force too yeah oh um it's a lot All the d man <laughs> oh, it wouldn't be super easy yeah no exactly yeah. um so oh yeah okay so back to where we are stabs her he said he stabbed her in the throat and her upper body and he was sure that she would die he doesn't confirm that she's dead or didn't stage to make it look like a burglary. He just stabbed her and dips out. Bye. And this badass sweet lady lived for six months after her attack till oh she um, finally succumbed to her injuries after several operations on April 21st, 1997. Wow. Um, she was found the next morning by a porter at the house she lived at. Police were immediately notified and then all of a sudden David arrives on scene. A man who's never visited his mother casually shows up after she's been brutally attacked. The staff were immediately uneasy because he was asking, can she talk? With zero worry or remorse, just there to try and talk to his mother who was just stabbed ten times. She wasn't able to talk, and I personally wouldn't want to see my son knowing how his wife was and acted. Three days after the attack, um, so this is going back to, um, I think it was in October... October, October, because she died in April. Yeah, October. Three days after the attack in October, a a friend came to see John and Scott, and they quickly told him of their gruesome crime. That friend, who's an exceptional person, turned that info into the police really quick. Good job. This person, yeah. They actually know a decent human being? This is shocking. Oh, I mean, other than Lynn. Right. Yeah. So this friend became an informant and bugged John McRegan's car. This article said he wasn't the sharpest pencil in the box, and I think that's beautiful. He wasn't uh, the sharpest butterfly knife. Oh, sorry. In the supply store. In the pocket of the In the, the pocket villain. of the... Mm-hmm. Yes. The informant sat in the car with John and asked again what happened. This dud says, it was great. We just went in and got out. We never got arrested. <laughs> Spoke too soon, Pencil John. Uh, the pencil four- dick. Pencil dick! Needle dick! Needle dick! Needle dick! (laughs) Sorry. Uh, The four were charged with her murder. Doris was convicted of first-degree murder and was at first sentenced to death. David was charged with conspiracy to commit first-degree murder murder and was sentenced to life imprisonment without the possibility of parole for 25 years. And John was sentenced to natural life in prison, meaning he would die in there. Because that's... What natural life in prison means. I don't... I think I remember talking about that in the last one. Scott, whose only purpose was to serve as lookout, received a second-degree murder charge. Um, Years later, the case was reassessed, and on June 27, 2002, Doris's death sentence was reduced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. Wow. 37 dicks to their faces. 37 dicks to their faces. It's very loud. Sounds like somebody's on the stairs with my phone is what I'm guessing. Ah! I just got attacked. I got attacked by a fly. Stupid fly. At least it didn't go in my mouth this time. Oh you god, yeah. I deep-throated one the other day. It's awful. <laughs> I figured it was appropriate to say it. Yeah. Granted, I was in the middle of like a really big mental breakdown while my baby was just wanting to feed all day. Yeah. And then I freaking had a fly go in my throat. Gross. That was a good time. time. But who, Doris? Doris? Yeah, Doris is a fucking dirty dirty hogag like dumb beetle yeah i wanted to i want to say dingle hopper but i'm like that sounds kind of adorable dingle hoppers is from the little mermaid and it's a fork and i like dingle hoppers so and i don't like doris fuck you doris she's just a douche canoe so see all these d words yep dick bag of dicks Mm -hmm. 37 dicks To the face, Doris. Suck any dick on your way through jail, Doris. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin's 
Smith, sponsor us. We love you, Kevin Smith. We love you, Kevin Smith. Okay, that was really bad. <laughs> not as loud as this original episode. Facts. So, yep, another, like, not crazy long episode. It's fine. But, um. Oh. Now you get uh, to hear it without the annoyance. Without the. Right. I mean, the annoyance of us babbling. Absolutely, yes. if that annoys you. If but that annoys you, but yet you're still here. Right, and we're called Bloody Babbles for a reason. Yeah, I, so. I don't think we could have picked a better podcast name in the grand scheme of things. Fact Alonian. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't prepared for that. <laughs> so, since this is back in the past, hopefully by the time, you know, we reach the final episode of whenever that day will come. We'll get Wyoming to listen to us. <laughs> so we're going to just beg. Hey, Wyoming. Wyoming, where are you, you at? There? <laughs> we don't want to throw 37 dicks at your face. But we will if you don't listen to our podcast. Bloody Babbles. Yeah. All right. Well, that um, Fantasy and World Music by the Fighters does our intro sounds. Um, we use a couple different ones sometimes when we post on Fridays. We like to use two different sounds. It's called Creepy Doll Music. Um, yeah, if this release is close, it's spooky season. Granted, spooky season should be all year. Facts. And for we me, it is. spooky season. I mean, it was bloody oh, babbles. Bloody, gory, grossness. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, spooky also some... sessions. Spooky. Wow. All the alliterations today. Let's do it. D's and dicks and dogs and it's fine i don't really know where i was i'm just really delirious ah there we go um uh all social media is bloody babbles podcast you can find us anywhere um email us if you have stories of your own if you have cases you want us to cover yes Um, pretty please with sugar on top all the sugar. All the sugar. sugar. And all the dicks. Sorry. Murder. Yeah. Murder Dewey. sticks. Yeah. Murder dicks. <laughs> murder dick. Murder dick. Murder dick. Love it's it. menacing of sounds. That's why okay. it's called murder, not muck duck. And that's my office input. All right, guys. Until um, either next time or if you listen, if this ends up being episode 38, happy listening. And what? The next one after this would be 38, though. Okay. Because this is a redo of 37, depending on if... I said, but... Okay, the if way I you worded it, I was it. It's fine. It's, it's fine. She's it's fine. got it. I don't. All is well. Until next time, folks. Babylon! Have you ever wondered what shows are like in foreign countries, but the language barrier is what stopped you from giving them a chance? My name's Maggie, and I host the podcast, Have You Seen It?, where I talk about TV shows from countries all around the world. If you're like me, you spend more time on Netflix looking for something to watch than actually watching something. So if you don't want to spend time scrolling through Netflix or even Hulu, check out my podcast for some show suggestions. I talk about the plots, tell you who the cast is, what I liked and what I didn't like about the shows. And I also throw in some fun facts about each country, tell you where in the world the show takes place, how close they are to any other shows that I've already covered, mention any cultural differences or similarities that I noticed, and my favorite part are the words and phrases that I picked up while watching these shows. You can check out Have You Seen It on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and most other places you listen to your favorite podcasts. You can follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at OfficialHYSI. That's O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L-H-Y-S-I. And make sure to like the Facebook page at Facebook.com slash OfficialHYSI. Let me help you find your new favorite show.